This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup, a death, an accident, whatever it is, you used to be one thing, now you're something else. We all have our own problems. Our own issues. Our own. Demons. I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go. Maybe you just need someone watching your back. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings and blasters. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me? No, I did. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we are joined by Diego Weingartner. Diego is the founder and CEO of the Mental Music Festival. Diego, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, so last year uh, when I when I met you, we were talking about you know just kind of what led to the creation of the festival and and just you know basically, you know, what your desire was in terms of creating this new, new festival. Uh, so this marks the second year of the festival. And 
how do you feel? Do you feel I'm, – I'm sure you must feel relieved knowing that it's, you know, yet another year uh, with an amazing lineup and, and gr- great things to come. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think, you no know, last year we had a real short runway to put that together. And, you know, it was on a smaller side, but that was kind of by the design. You know, we were going into this beautiful, pristine park, Shelby Farms Park, and we wanted to work collaboratively with the people that run that run that park, Jen Andrews and her team, to make sure we – we executed, you know, in the right way, in a thoughtful way, way and, and sustainable. And we really took uh, great steps in, in making sure the park was left with no footprints behind. And so I think everyone had a great time last year. We had a great lineup last year. And, and we just wanted to ramp it up a little bit. And I think we're super proud of the lineup this year. We, we sort of expanded the genre somewhat. We've got, you know, a little bit more hip-hop this year, which all the kids seem to be really, you know, digging, you know, now it seems to be the largest genre of music, but we still have the classic rock, and we've got a lot of legendary Memphis acts like the Barcades, and we're doing a great tribute with Blue Mitchell and Roll Studios. But you know, if you look at the the lineup, you've got a little bit of everything, you know, a little bit of something for everyone, and and uh, we've got really elite talent at the top of the bill with with Zach, who's just an icon. I think he'll clearly be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one day, and and um, and then you know, of course. Um, direct to, to back a, a great European band by the name of Phoenix who puts on a tremendous live show. They headline lots of festivals. We almost have two headliners at the top of the bill on Saturday. Um, and then you've got Janelle Monet, who's just completely blown up. Uh, yeah. you know, she was a, <laughs> she's amazing, just so wonderful, and what a talent. Um, and Milky Chance, which is another European act that, yeah. uh, is really, I'm really excited. I've never seen them live, but I, I've heard nothing but great things. I, actually was introduced to them by my 16-year-old son who turned me on to him. I was like, man, he's got great. <laughs> so so we were fired up. And then Sunday's going to be a dance party. I mean, you, you know, you look at Post Malone, who's arguably the hottest uh, artist today in America, and he's on the top of the charts. And, you know, obviously uh, the, the folks at the Beale Street Music Festival did a tremendous job this year putting together that lineup. And, and you know, by backed by popular demand, uh, you know, Post had such a great time, and it was really a unique opportunity to bring him back to Memphis. And of course, you've got Nas, who is just a, uh, a legendary rapper. Just came out with an album today, actually produced by Kanye West. And I know, so, yeah, really, really cool. So the timing couldn't be better. And then you know, Mac DeMarco, he's he's you know known as the indie, uh, the prince of indie rock, rock, and just a great guy. I had an opportunity to meet him. Uh, this past spring at Lollapalooza down in Argentina, and he's uh, just so much fun and really puts on a unique show. And of course, you've got Rich the Kid, who's an up-and-coming uh, rapper, and also uh, you know the kids just absolutely love. And, and then you, you get into some really fun, uh, um, you know, funky music between George Clinton and, and P Funk and the Bar Case, and then. Of course, you got Chuck Lavelle is bringing all his bandmates from the Rolling Stones, the supporting band. Uh, it's pretty much everyone except the core four you know, members of the Rolling Stones, and it's going to be all Stones. And it's really that's going to be a very special set. Uh, and then you got legends like Juicy J from Memphis and Project Pat and Lucero, um, and then of course Roll Studios is putting together you know a tribute uh, that we're doing uh, with uh, the help of, of, of Boo Mitchell, who's you know, really, you know, one, one, one of the great ambassadors of Memphis music today. And, and of course, you know, the Royal Studios there. And, and we'll have William Bell and Bobby Rush and Frazier Boyd and High Rhythm. And, and it just goes on and on. So uh, 
we're really excited. I think it's a, it's a, it's an even more diverse lineup this year. Um, and, and we're really excited for year two. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, in, in your personal opinion, what makes for a great festival? Because uh, when I think about festivals, you know, Memphis Music Festival, it's a young festival, but it's, it's, it's already putting its footprint down to be one of the better festivals, you know, in the country. Um, you yourself as a founder and, you know, creator of this festival, what do you like to see when you go to festivals? Well, I think, I think there are a couple ingredients that, that always kind of come to mind and I've tended, you know, virtually every major festival out there and, and I've experienced it both from general admission level as well as, you know, going in, in, in one of the VIP packages. And I think there's a combination, I think. I think once, you know, first and foremost, it starts with, with the, with the location. And I, and I think, you know, in that respect, we have in Memphis something to be really proud of. It's a real jewel for the city of Memphis, Shelby Farns Park and what they've done there, a $70 million redevelopment. I believe the nicest urban park in America. So the setting, tremendous. Combine that with the rich history of Memphis music and that legacy and that story that needs to be retold over and over again because to me, it's really the birthplace of all American music, if you think about it, or at least the major genres, blues, soul, rock and roll. I mean, it all started there. Um, and so that, that, that kind of unique combination of place and, and, and time, I think, is important. And then I think, look, to me, making sure the Hispanic experience is, is exceptional. You know, I, we always say to, you know, myself and my team that we want to make sure that the people that are in GA feel like they're in VIP. You know, so we want to make sure and go all out in terms of providing creature comforts and plenty of, of places to, to hang out and sit down. And, you know, we're going to bring the best food that Memphis has to offer. Uh, and so really make it just a great, you know, experience for the fans. I think that's really important. Sometimes, you know, I think the times that the, maybe a festival or an event sort of misses is it's when it's just about putting music on a stage and they kind of forget about all the other details. And so I think, you know, the more details that you can you know, put in and, and you know, um, sort of just extra, you know, experiences around the music, I think, also matter a lot to me. And then I think really ultimately it's the mix. It's the artists, of course. You know, you have to have the right mixture of artists. And I'm not a big believer in just having a homogenous festival, just a hip-hop festival, or just a jam festival. Or, you know, just, you know, I, right. I like, to me, it's really cool because I love all kinds of music. You know, my kids, I've learned so much from my kids about artists that, that, you know, I, I, I don't normally, you know, listen to or would have listened to unless they introduced me to. So I like bridging that gap between, you know, what the kids are listening to. And I'm, you know, 50 years old. I'm not afraid to admit it. Turning 50 this year. And, <laughs> and so I, I, I go back to the class. You know, I'm a big Rolling Stones fan. You know, I saw the Grateful Dead a lot back in the day. So, to me, uh, I just enjoyed, I've enjoyed learning more and more about the hip-hop genre and, and listening to those artists. I think, obviously, you know, Three Sticks Mafia, you know, I mean, they're, you know, so important to what was going on in, in you know, in the early 90s and really in the late 80s, early 90s, all the way to the 2000s. And so I think, you know, being able to create the right mix, I look at it to me as when you're putting together a program, and it's almost like you're making, making a mixtape. So you really want it to flow. I'm not a big fan of just throwing a bunch of artists against the wall that don't necessarily, you know, fit together all that well. So you can mix genres, but it's got to be done in a tasteful way. So we pay a lot of attention to curation. And, and I think those are the most important elements in my mind. Absolutely. You hit on some amazing things there. I mean, it's like you said, not having a, homo a 
homogenous festival is huge because, you know, there are festivals that are just, you know, EDM or just hip hop or, you know, just indie. But the fact that, you know, we have a festival that, you know, is multifaceted and has different genres to offer. I mean, it, it just makes it that much, that much more appealing, you know, to the average concert goer. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> what would you say, I mean, for somebody that, you know, is listening to this interview that missed the first year uh, of Mempho Fest because maybe they were working or it just slipped by them and this will be their first year attending, uh, what can they expect from the festival? Well, I, you know, I think we put a lot of thought into, um, you know, enhancing certain levels of the experience itself. So, um, again, we're going to be providing more creature comforts for the GA folks that are in there. And, and, um, and then we're also going to be elevating, you know, our VIP experience, uh, as well. And then ultimately, um, the new, new thing is we're bringing camping into the fold this year. So we've got camping, glamping. Oh, wow. And so that's pretty cool. And, and the park's been very supportive of allowing us to do that. We're going to do that in a, in a measured way. And, um, and so, um, you know, we are, you know, pretty excited about just having, I think, some new elements that we're bringing to it. We're also making the, the B stage, what we call the B stage, a lot more prominent this year. It's going to feel much more like um, the main stage was last year. And so, you know, because we've elevated the, the level of talent across the board, we want to make sure that um, the production quality on, on both stages is, is, is really of, of, of the best quality possible. And look, we're not done yet. I mean, I think last year, and for anyone that was there, or everyone who remembers sort of the evolution of last year, we were adding artists and talent all the way up until the show. So there's going to be more surprises yeah, to I come. Do that. <laughs> and uh, we may even add another, you know, smaller stage to accommodate some of the, you know, the real local, local talent, you know, younger kids that are getting going and, and just to kind of create a, a, a broader platform to, to allow all that great local Memphis talent to really shine. Absolutely. I'm very intrigued by the uh, camping angle um, that you added to this year. Um, what was the decision, I guess, or what was the deciding factor to add camping to um, this year's, I guess, amenities? Well, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, examples out there of some very successful festivals, whether it's Coachella, uh, you know, Bonnaroo, of course. Um, but there are others that, you know, have that component to it. And I think there's just a, a real desire um, and, and love and passion that people like to get on the road and drive and camp. And, and so, and then when you can combine that with music and, and, uh, and a park in a setting like, like Shelby Farms Park, where there's all kinds of activities and zip lines and, and rent kayaks and canoes and there's so much to do. It's just, just a nice, opportunity i think to bring all those elements together and so we're going to do it you know it's going to be limited camping this year we want to kind of really feel our way through it and make sure we get it done right and so it's not going to be a total free-for-all you know we want to make sure that you know we're super respectful of the park and you know it's going to be a very you know green experience for everyone and and so i think that um you know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, the folks that, uh, you know, live in a couple hundred mile radius of Memphis, but we want to give them an incentive to, to drive. And maybe, you know, instead of staying in, in a hotel room, and there's, of course, a lot of great hotels in Memphis, so you've got that option. We want to give people more options to get to Memphis, come, you know, come 
and, you know, spend their dollars in Memphis, help the city. I mean, I think, you know, part of what we're trying to do is not only bring people out from the city of Memphis to support this great festival, but also make this a destination around the country. People want to come to Memphis and, and do the music walk and learn about the history and go to Graceland and go to the Stax Museum and, you know, go check out all these other great elements uh, of, um, in history and the Civil Rights Museum and you know, Beale Street and all that. So, look, you know, we wanted to, to create the fewest barriers possible and when somebody's trying to decide, you know, Mempho versus some other festival. Um, you know, we want to provide, I think, the most complete experience possible. And I, and I think camping in that setting really is going to be a difference maker for us going forward. Absolutely. You hit on some amazing things there. Uh, you know, when you you said, you know, you've got people from, you know, surrounding areas and states, you know, coming to Memphis. That's true because I, I remember, um, I think it was last year at Bill um, Street Music Festival, I had met a really nice couple from uh, Louisville, some newlyweds, and they were just saying, you know, how much they loved Memphis and how much it reminded them so much of Louisville. And, it, you know, they were like, it's, you know, it's not a bad drive. It's like five and a half hours. And they were just, you know, saying that there's just so much history, good history here, good food, good music. And so it's the same thing with, you know, with this festival. You know, people are, you know, they are thrilled with the lineup. And then you add camping in, and that just makes the experience so much better because then they don't have to try to forage for a hotel or, you know, whatever. So it's it's so cool. And then it's in the fall. So you're not dealing with the mosquitoes. Yeah. The oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we, we we landed in October for a reason. It's the nicest month in the South, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's, it's the driest month of the year. So, you know, kind of helps your odds a little bit there on the rain. But I think <laughs> I think I think that uh, you know, you hit it right on the head. I mean, there's so many kids, you know, that are in school, universities, all throughout the South. They're you know half day drive. And look, you know, it's, it's it's tough to kind of make ends meet month to month. And we we recognize that, you know, festival going is not, uh, you know, an inexpensive proposition. There is cost because you've got talent to deal with and production and all that. So, you know, we're introducing a monthly payment plan this year. We didn't have that last year. So, you know, for, for folks that, you know, would, 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 would like to come but are maybe, you know, on the fence about, you know, pulling out their wallet right now, you know, go get your tickets now because there's a monthly payment plan you can you can jump on, and so you don't have to pay everything at once. Um, but but do it now because you know the prices do go up. It's part of the way the festival business works. It's you know it gets more expensive as you get close to the show. And and look, everybody saw what happened on that Sunday at, at Beale Street Post Malone. Oh my God! Sold that out. I think it was thirty-five thousand people. Yeah, you know, sold out people, by five o'clock. There was thousands of people that couldn't get in. So. You know, that was part of the reason too. We wanted to, you know, give the people another opportunity to catch a show that maybe they, they that couldn't you know, make it or couldn't make it. And so, right. you know, get your tickets now because um, you know they 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 may run out. And um, and so, you know, between the monthly payment plan and 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 this lineup, I think there's uh, you know great incentive to go out there and get your tickets. Absolutely. And by the way, we went on sale today, so yeah, you can go online at dot com and get your tickets. I love it. I love it. Um, now, last year you were also doing like volunteer opportunities. Um, are you doing? Are you extending those again this year? Absolutely. All that information can be found online as well. If you just go to mentofest.com. It's all there. But you know, we we had great success last year. We had a program called Give to Guest that was sponsored by First Tennessee. Really was uh, tremendous. Where people, 
you know, donated four hours of their time cleaning up around the park or, you know, around other, um, uh, you know, important sites in Memphis uh, in exchange for a ticket to the show. So we'll be doing more of that. There'll be opportunities to volunteer and work the festival itself in exchange for a ticket. There's opportunities to be part of a street team and, and, and go spread the word, you know, whether it's in your college campus or your high school or wherever it is, and, and you know, rally your friends and, you know, earn free tickets to the show. So there's a lot of ways to get involved. You know, we believe in, you know, and, and, and max participation. We really want the community involved first and foremost, but, you know, we want, um, you know, people from, you know, all ages really to get involved. There's opportunities up and down to get involved with this festival. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are, now, are you also taking artist submissions? Like if there's a band or, you know, an individual artist that, you know, wants to submit his or her demo to, you know, perform at this year's festival or maybe next year's, can they do that online as well? Absolutely. Just, uh, you know, send your stuff to info at mentalfest.com and that gets, you know, routed into our programming team. And, you know, whether it's an opportunity for, for this year, obviously, you know, we've announced the lineup, the main lineup, but we will be adding some names between now and then, perhaps, uh, on, on a, on a, on a smaller uh, scale. We're going to be doing some stuff on, Perhaps uh, you know late night events like we did last year. Yes, <laughs> which was really cool, really really cool. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll be doing more of that. Um, but just you know, don't be don't be shy. You know, we we love finding artists, and and you know, uh, I think sometimes it's, it's difficult for artists to get an audience or, or you know be discovered, especially if they're an emerging artist. So you know, we we pay attention. We got a, a team of music lovers that that uh, that work on Mempho and. You know, we're always, you know, we're always looking for that, you know, uh, you know exciting new talent out there. So, absolutely, if you got if you got desire and passion, you know, please do send uh, your music in to so check out. I love it, Diego. My last question is: is um, I know that you actually grew up here in the mid south. You know, you're a native Memphian, if I'm correct. Yep. Yep. Um, when you look at the way that the city has evolved and the way that you know music has played such a big role in the city's expansion and notoriety um are you pleased with your hometown are you pleased with everything that you've seen so far well uh, you know frankly it, it's the it's, it's it's one of a few reasons that i decided to do this and i was visiting memphis several years back and um and i happened to go on on a bike ride with some friends on the green line. We ended up at the park and I hadn't seen the park since the redevelopment. I was completely blown away, but I was also, you know, blown away by all the economic development, all the new restaurants, all the new uh, developments and, you know, hotels moving in and just felt like it was a great buzz, a great energy. You know, it felt like Memphis was, you know, on the upswing, you know, trending up. And, And to me, you know, having grown up in Memphis, it was really unique and, and, and special because, you know, I'm a champion of Memphis. You know, when when people ask me in the north, well, what's the difference between Memphis and Nashville? I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you know where, where do you want me to start? You know, <laughs> where do you want me to start? But uh, um, it's uh, it, it, it's really been great. The, the business leaders have been tremendous. We've got some some great philanthropists there that have gotten to, uh, behind us as well. Obviously, you know, the Hyde uh, Foundation, Pitt and Barbara have done so much for the park and. Bailey Kate and so many others who are big donors there and, and, and really have, have done a uh, tremendous job in the city. And obviously, you know, some of the other leaders, I, I don't want to start naming because I'm afraid I'm going to leave some out, but, oh. uh, <laughs> and there's, you know, con- contemporary 
you know, uh, of minds or business leaders. And, and Memphis is a giving town. I think it's at the top of the, the league tables around the country. It's the most giving city in America. And so it's just it's in our nature. And so I just want to, you know, do my small part in telling the Memphis story, you know, to the world. And, and, and uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. I think Memphis is, is uh, you know, definitely on, on a positive path. And I expect great things for years to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Diego, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. And I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Well, look, I just, you know, would really encourage everyone to to uh, come out and support. Uh, I know there's a tendency to kind of say, oh, I'll wait and see what my plans are. But if, if you're really interested in supporting and getting behind this festival, if you really love the lineup of the music, you know, don't wait. It's only get, going to get more expensive. We try to create a very flexible payment option, you know, that spreads your payments out monthly to make it easy for you, um, you know, if, if pricing is a concern. But, um, you know, get out and support. I think, I think it's important for us to show, you know, other cities in Memphis and, and the South, you know, that, hey, Memphis, you know, means business here. We're, we are proud. We're proud of our rich musical history and legacy. We want to retell that story over and over again. We want to inspire. We want people to move to Memphis. You know, come live in Memphis. It's such a livable city. You know, it's just an affordable city, you know, compared to a lot of cities. And so it's just a great place, particularly for young people that are just starting out their careers and, you know, want to get involved. And, you know, there's uh, just so many ways to be involved in, in helping the city grow. So come on out and support. Um, and, uh, you know, let's have a party. It's going to be fun. Amen. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Diego. Really appreciate your time, Walter. Thank you for having me, and and, uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Yes, likewise, likewise. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care.